Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about palms. Now, this week is the week before what is traditionally known in the church as Palm Sunday. And I know as long as I can remember, our church has handed out those uh, just smaller palms on that day to wave during the praise and worship singing. And I can remember that even back as a little kid doing that, just waving that palm. And it's quite the sight now to see that from the pulpit, all the congregation waving those palms. But if you ask any of my family what my favorite tree is, they will tell you that it's always been the palm tree. And my reason for this is that I know if I see a palm tree, I'm usually on vacation or at least in a warm tropical climate of some sort. You know, we don't have naturally growing palm trees in Ohio for the most part. But uh, on our way to Disney World in Florida, we often like to stop at the Welcome Center across the state line to get some of their uh, complimentary freshly squeezed orange juice mm-hmm. and some literature about the attractions in the state. It's always uh, awesome to come out of there with a bunch of that literature just to see what all is new in the area. And as we uh, come up to the exit for the Welcome Center, we always see the large palm trees lining the highway and we know we have arrived. You know, I mentioned earlier that you don't usually see palm trees in Ohio where I live. And uh, one time my wife's granddaddy gave us an elephant ear Persian palm to plant outside of our house. And, uh, you know, he had, of course, at his place where he grew these elephant ears, an irrigation system set up. Just it was genius that allowed the water to run off from the AC unit to keep his elephant ear always properly watered. Well, we didn't have that. (laughs) We've always said that uh, my wife and I, Emily and I, have the furthest thing from a green thumb. And sadly, this was proven once again when we tried our best to keep that Persian palm alive through the summer. And uh, Emily's granddaddy even told us how to wrap the bulb of the roots and to store it for the winter in the basement. But unfortunately, it didn't even even make it to fall. That was a shame, too, because I loved having at least one type of palm plant on the property. But, uh, you know, along with Florida, we have seen a good amount of palm trees in uh, the state of California. And I don't get out there too often, but I remember when we have been out there seeing those tall palms lining the streets in the suburbs of Los Angeles. But one of my favorite places that I have uh, been where palm trees were everywhere was in Hawaii. And the climate there is so perfect throughout the year. The plants and the flowers and trees are all just so lush, you know, around the various parts of the island and and all the other islands, too. There's several islands there that make up Hawaii. And uh, what I love about the palm trees there is that they uh, often bear edible food items that could help sustain you if you were ever in a pinch (laughs) and needed some food. You know, we see that happen a lot on shows like Survivor, where coconuts and pineapples and other fruits are found on the palm trees wherever their camps are, and that that gives them some sustenance there as they're uh, trying to make it through their time on on whatever island or uh, location they're in. 
But uh, we were at a luau there in Hawaii one year, and they had a palm tree climber who could quickly climb the tree and grab a coconut and scurry back down, just like uh, just like you and I would be walking straight ahead. <laughs> it was incredible. And uh, just to see how fast he could go up and down that tree, and uh, with no fear, you know, he probably has done it all his life, I'm sure, and so that was just second nature for him. Another type of palm that most all of us have, think about this, are the palms on our hands. <laughs> Even though our church uses the palm plants on Palm Sunday, the rest of the year we raise and wave our hand palms to the Lord. And, uh, you know, we had a retreat, a church retreat one time, which we always called it a church advance going forward instead of retreating, uh, you know, just play on words there. But uh, one year we had uh, our guest teacher who was Evangelist Ron Davis out of Warsaw, Ohio. And he had uh, our group of men because we divided in into the women kind of met and then the men did. And all of the men, uh, he had us look at our hands and at the palms of our hands and both sides for uh, a minute. And it seemed like forever when you're sitting there for a minute looking at your hand. But he pointed out that we might see some scars or we might see some calluses, maybe some wrinkles and other aspects that reflect our life experiences. And he mentioned how our hands could have been made into fists to harm someone sometime. Or uh, on the opposite side, the same hand could be used to help a child take his first steps or hers. You know, it's incredible to think about all that our hands have done. And it was a great way to think about all we've gone through in life and how even though we carry those experiences with us each day, we can still live a life anew in the Lord with His grace and forgiveness. But going back to the palms being waved in the church, it really is a way to remember Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And I wanted to read the scripture that talks about that in Matthew 21, 1 through 11. And it says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, which said, Say to daughter Zion, See your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches, or palms, from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Isn't that good? You know, as we have said during sermons given on Palm Sunday, isn't it amazing that most of those same people shouting Hosanna in the scripture then shouted crucify him a week later? Isn't that amazing? You know, my prayer is that we don't trade in our palms for nails as we walk with Jesus. When you see palm trees, think about this scripture and how we can continually find ways and times to worship the King of kings and Lord of lords. For doing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. 
Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Have a happy Palm Sunday. Thanks again for joining us. God bless.